Hey everyone, welcome to the For the Win podcast. I'm your host, Hamil Javeri. It's Friday, May 18th, and with me today to talk about sports and everything in between is our managing editor, Nina Mandel. Hi, Nina. Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good. Are you sure you're good? Because Hamil, I saw your um, Instagram story and you did not look happy last night. I was not happy last night. I think last night was my peak moment of being like, is, is sports really worth it? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no, sports are never worth it. I think that once you cover sports for like six months, you realize that this is probably not worth it. I mean, like I say that jokingly, we have the best job in the world, but like, it's not, you know, sports are not worth it. I know. It's so funny because I actually met up with a friend earlier this week who kind of was like, uh, oh, your life is exciting and it's so great. And I'm like, you know, this is an incredible job, but it also can suck a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And I mainly did this story to show her that a lot of what we do is just, uh, you know, it's just work. Um, And it includes sitting on your floor at 1 a.m. eating Taco Bell after a really disappointing hockey game. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so what is going on with the Caps? Because I know everyone in D.C. is sad, and it hasn't stopped raining here for, like, I don't know, 11 days. But, like, (laughs) why can't they win this playoff series? So I will say that things are not as dire as they could be for the Capitals. Um, So right now the Washington Capitals are in the Eastern Conference Final, and last night was Game 4. Uh, The Capitals on the road are apparently a great team because they won the first two games in Tampa Bay in really deciding fashion, right? They, they played phenomenally. They got a little bit of a boost on in the game in game one because Andre Vasilevsky, the lightning goalie was not doing so great. And Tampa Bay just looked a little flat footed. So Tampa Bay had a couple of bad games. The Capitals had a couple of great games and they walked, walked into DC with a two Oh series lead. So of course, last night after game four, the series is even. Um, the Capitals did not play well in Game 3. They kind of blew an opportunity there. But the most frustrating thing is that the Capitals were by far the better team on the ice during Game 4. But you can't just contend with a hot goalie sometimes. And Andrei Vasilevsky just uh, really, really made a lot of great saves, um, regardless of what the Capitals could do. They had, I think, 38 shots on goal, so they tried really hard. I mean, as long as they tried really hard, like, that's all that really counts in sports, right? <laughs> I know, right? That's all that matters, is that they gave it their best effort. No, but it's <laughs> it's so frustrating because this is this pattern of the Capitals being, maybe being the better team during the game, but still not being able to win the game is something that has happened quite a lot in their history, in their playoff history. So, Definitely a lot of times over the last couple of years when they played the Penguins, they were the better team, but the Penguins always just found ways to score. Um, And last night, the Capitals just couldn't do that. Um, It was the final score is 4-2, and that last goal was kind of an empty empty net goal, meaningless empty net goal. So you, you could tell that for it really just deflated the entire team. Like when the, you know... When it was 3-2, they, they kind of just gave up. It was almost like for the last five minutes, uh, they you know they kind of already knew they weren't going to win. Um, I don't know what to tell you. It feels it feels like it feels like the series could go either way now, obviously because it's two two. But uh, 
it really looked like at the end of game two, the Capitals could could have swept the series. No, what about the other series? Because everybody is still sort of surprised that the Golden Knights are doing so well, right? Or are we not surprised anymore? I mean, I think that there's always going to be this whole everyone's going to be super surprised that the Golden Knights are doing well. They they could easily win the Stanley Cup and we'd still be like, "What the hell?" because <laughs> nobody expects this from a team that is just made up of, you know, castoffs that other teams did not want. Um they've had incredible goaltending from Marc-Andre Fleury. They're leading the series two games to one against Winnipeg. And Winnipeg is also a fantastic team. They have incredible offensive scoring power. They have a great goalie as well. Um, The Golden Knights really have continued to just like capture people's imaginations uh, just because of everything that they've been able to do on the ice. Flurry has been great. They get a lot of scoring from different parts of their offense. Uh, There's a lot of different people contributing. Their defense has been incredibly solid to be able to keep Winnipeg in line. Um, And the other thing is just kind of the entire entire environment around Vegas. Like you've seen their their pregame shows, which are just bonkers. So who's going to win the Stanley Cup? Who's your pick that we can all yell at you about in a couple of weeks? I have no idea. I have no idea who's going to win the Stanley Cup. I actually think that the Capitals are going to make it past the Lightning. Um, When I was in the locker room last night, this is very much a different team than years past. They really are really focused on it. I think that they don't expect it anything to come easy to them. So while there was a little bit of disappointment, there was also a lot of determination. So I actually do think that we'll see the Capitals uh, and fingers crossed the Golden Knights in the Stanley Cup final. As to who's going to win, I would, I wouldn't even make a prediction. I I just can't. (laughs) Well, I just don't know what we're going to yell at you on Twitter about now. (laughs) I'm sure you guys will find something. All right, before we move on to the next thing, here's a word from our sponsors at Full Sail University. This episode of the For the Win podcast is brought to you by Full Sail University's Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting. Legendary sportscaster Dan Patrick, you know him from the Dan Patrick Show, Sunday Night Football, the Olympics, and SportsCenter, has teamed up with Full Sail University to offer an accelerated bachelor's degree in sportscasting. Full Sail University combines hands-on learning, immersive projects, and faculty with real-world experience to prepare students for life in the media industry. And for the Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting, they've brought in some of sports media's best to be a part of this program. Longtime ESPN producer and multi-Emmy winner Gus Ramsey is heading up the program, and and sportscasting pros such as Sage Steele, Jay Harris, Bill Simmons, and many more are involved. Students will learn sportscasting inside and out, on camera, behind the camera, podcasting, radio, interviewing, and basically everything in between. At Full Sail University's Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting, you can earn a bachelor's degree in about half the time, as short as 20 months. And you can choose to earn your degree online or on Full Sail's campus in Orlando, Florida. To learn more about Full Sail University's Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting, go to fullsail.edu slash FTW. Aside from me ranting about hockey for the past 10 minutes, uh, Fill me in on what's going with the NBA playoffs because I've been in such an NHL hole that I feel out of out of that beat. 
Yeah, so the NBA playoffs um, are also a little bonkers right now. So uh, LeBron and his revamped Cavs team, he well, he the team traded away, and by extension, everybody believes that he had a large hand in having a huge uh, shift in, or a huge um, change in the team at, around the trade deadline. Um, and they are not playing well against the Boston Celtics. And this is especially notable because the Boston Celtics are playing without their two biggest stars, Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward hasn't been there all season. Um, Kyrie Irving, if you'll, you will recall, used to be on the Cavs until his very dramatic breakup this summer. Um, but somehow Boston is winning. <laughs> and so they're up 2-0, which leaves everybody wondering, what's wrong with this team, if LeBron is going to have some superhuman game, and they would be on super, be beyond superhuman um, for him to be able to carry his team the way that they've been playing the past couple of games um, and come back and somehow win this series. And then there's questions about what will happen to LeBron after this series. Will he stay in Cleveland? Will he go to Los Angeles? Will he go to Philly? Um, will he go to the Rockets, which I don't even think is possible. But like, there's just a lot in the air about what LeBron is going to do next and what's going on with this Cavs team. And in the Western Conference, we have um, Golden State playing Houston in what's been a pretty incredible two-game series. They're tied at 1-1. Kevin Durant had a ridiculous performance in Game 1. James Harden was amazing in Game 2. So they're just both really fun and really interesting series to watch that say a lot about the future of the NBA. So it very much seems that these NBA games have been driven by one superstar player, right? Like somebody has showed up for almost every game in this series, but Steph Curry has not been a name that I've seen. Yeah, so Steph is battling injuries. Um, Steph, I think it should be noted, has battled injuries for a lot of his career and still has come back and been, um, you know, an MVP and carried his team all the way. And uh, But he is dealing with a knee injury right now. Um, Steve Kerr joked the other day that it affected his performance 13.7%. He played 13.7% less good or something like that. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think that it's definitely something that people are wondering about. But that's also why the Warriors have Kevin Durant. I mean, Kevin Durant can carry a team. They still Mm -hmm. have Draymond Green. Um, They still have friend of four, the win, Quinn Cook, to come on and help them out. So... Yeah, I think that Steph is going to have to take, or is taking a bit of a second, uh, secondary role in this run, but, you know, they're still a very, very good team. So going back to LeBron, do you think, I guess fairness is not really the right word, but it feels like he's really had to carry this entire team, and it does not seem fair to him to have to keep pushing the Cavaliers single-handedly to the title. Um. Well, I think what we're seeing here, what a lot of people are wondering is if that year that they did win the title, you know, how much, and I think we know that Kyrie Irving, you know, is a huge factor in that. And I think that we're kind of wondering what's going on with Kyrie gone this year. Um, Also, you know, Kevin Love's been hurt off and on, and he's supposed to be another major factor in them. Um, And he's actually had a pretty good uh, playoff run. Um, But yeah, I don't really think the question of it, if it's fair, I think that winning a championship is hard mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a reason why some players make it through their whole careers without ever doing it. Um, so I think that this just might be a year where whatever mixture they put together just isn't working and this isn't going to be it. And I don't, I'm not sure if that's unfair to LeBron or just like a demonstration of like how hard it is to win a championship in the NBA. Yeah. You just can't really do it on your own basically. Yeah. Uh, um. So what are your predictions 
for both series. So I have a really hard time believing that a Celtics team without Kyrie Irving and without Gordon Hayward is going to beat LeBron James because I have learned to never count, against Le- count out LeBron James. However, they've looked really bad in the last few games. So I think that unless something changes drastically, um, it's going to be the Celtics. And then I have no idea who's going to win the Houston Golden State Series. I mean, that's just going to be an amazing series, and I think it's going to go all the way through. Um, and I just, I don't know. Okay, yeah, that's how I feel about hockey, honestly. It feels like... I mean, I'm rooting for the Caps outside of, uh, you know, outside of just like wanting them to win. I really do think that they this year they have the stamina to be able to make it. Um, and also because I cannot bear to think about what would happen if they did not make it to Alex Ovechkin. Like, I think that it would just it would be pretty bad. <laughs> well, I mean, D.C. sports are cursed, though. Like, I think that everybody has to accept that. That's true. That's true. We are totally cursed. <laughs> Totally cursed. Um, so for hockey, there is it's Friday, so there is I think game four for Winnipeg Golden Knights tonight. Game five will happen on Saturday, so we'll we'll know how these series series shake out more soon. Nina, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Thanks for helping me make Skype work. <laughs> and thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week. Bye.